What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, back with another episode. Yes, this is two episodes in a week. We are grinding, grinding. First, I'd like to say thank you to everyone that listened to my last episode with No Say Po, and as well as leaving a, as everyone that left a like and a comment. I truly appreciate it. And as well, first, I'd like to thank my my supporters, and also oh, somebody asked me what did I mean by supporters. Uh, supporters are a select group of people that subscribe to my podcast on Anchor. There's a button right below that says support. And when you hit the button, you can give five, ten, a dollar, whatever you can. And that's how I keep these episodes running. And as well as I pay special guests and such of that. So first I say thank you to those people. And today we have a great episode. Oh my God. Today, I'm with a long-time friend. Well, not even a long-time friend. A few, what, months? Yeah, yeah, two months. (laughs) (laughs) I got Brian LaCoy. Say what's up, bro. Hey, it's Brian LaCoy. No worries. No worries. (laughs) It's all good. No, what's up? Uh, Happy to be here, man. Um, I'm happy to talk to you. I know we had, like, a lot of great conversations uh, and everything. You, Mac, Abdi, myself, and Chen. When we were all in uh, Wisconsin together, and I'm glad to do it like on camera this time. I think it will be a good time for sure. For sure. Okay, so a few days ago it was the Super Bowl, and everyone's talking about the game. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady's the go, yada 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 yada. But that's not what I want to talk about today. Today, 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 the real show was the halftime show. What did you think of it? So yeah, up until 11 minutes, shit was ass. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. Up until 11 minutes, when he got out on the field, right? Like that was dope. But when I think of halftime performances, right? There's like, there's like an upper echelon. I think about like the best of the best, right? I didn't feel that, I didn't feel that. I've seen like a lot of live concerts and um, I love The weekend's music and everything. I think he's a great artist. However, I wasn't really vibing with uh, um, how he was doing it. Think about this. When I saw the church choir in the background and everything, I immediately thought like Kanye West, right? Totally. In my mind, Kanye West, top five of all time. He has two of my favorite albums of all time. He's like damn near goaded in my mind. So when I saw the choir and then I saw like the, the suit and everything, right? And the gloves, I immediately thought Michael Jackson, right? My, my childhood favorite artist. So I immediately thought Super Bowl, right? Top, the top tier. I thought Kanye West, top tier. Michael Jackson, top tier. And then The weekend was doing his thing. And in my mind, it just wasn't connecting. To it me. just didn't it, live up to it? No, no. Just because who can live up to Michael Jackson and Kanye That's West and uh, the rest of the Super Bowl, you know? I got all those vibes and like none of that energy. You feel me? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. His performance was not, okay, what he was doing it was not the point of the whole Super Bowl. The whole Super Bowl, as when I, when I watched it, was the whole aesthetic he was painting, the whole painting he was painting. Like, from, from the beginning, from the beginning, with the choir, as you said, beautiful. And then the all the visuals that was going on, very beautiful. My favorite part, oh, wow, oh. People said they didn't like this part, but when he was walking around in the red suit and everything else was blue. Okay. That was easily my favorite part. But also one of them, wow, wow, wow. So you didn't like the mirror scene? The mirror scene, I was very impressed with the choreography because it did look like anarchy, right? It did look like they were all like moving around doing these crazy things and they all ended up in the same position, right? I thought that was very cool. Um, I've done like theater before. And I know, like, that's very hard. Obviously, those guys are professionals. It might be easy for them. But in my mind, I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. Um, yeah, and then, like, there were the diapers on the faces, too, you know? I, I understand it was supposed to be, like, a plastic surgery thing. But, um, yeah, yeah, I felt like they could have done that that cooler, you know? I feel like they could have done that cooler. I don't know. I don't know. Again, again, I'm not a hateful person. Um, I think that was... Um, an incredible performance. However, however, because it was the Super Bowl, because uh, in my mind, 
he was like doing like Michael Jackson, Kanye West stuff. I was like, oh, oh. And then, I don't know. Like I said, it's like, I got the same vibes, but like, it wasn't the same energy, you know? Um, I didn't feel it like in my chest when I was listening to him. And that's like what I want in a Super Bowl performance. I want to ask you, what's your favorite like halftime Super Bowl performance? Like all time, what do you think? Um, Bruno Mars, I don't like- That's, I don't that's what I'm talking about, I think, yes. I don't, I don't like Bruno Mars' music, but his okay. performance was immaculate. Was 100%. With the drums, you're talking about, because he did it, um, I think, two separate times. One time with Beyonce, and I think one time he had like, The Beyonce one. Beyonce yeah, yeah, Beyonce did her shit too. Beyonce Crazy. Did her too. Crazy. Surprisingly, I didn't like Michael Jackson's. Mm. I, I haven't seen his in a while. I haven't seen his in a while. Are you talking about the 93 one? Uh, yes. Yes, when he when he shoots out of the the stage, mm -hmm. yeah, that one, yeah, that's the one I watched. Um, because of everyone was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait till Monday so the weekend can be over." Yada yada yada. yada wow. Yada. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. That, that's too far because it was, it was still a great performance. One hundred percent, it was a great performance, right? Especially after eleven minutes when he got onto the football field and they had like the lights on their hands and they twisted the shoulders like, oh. Oh, that's cool. I wish, um, I don't know. I don't know. I wish they were on the field more, doing more um, of that stuff. I thought that was cool. But um, hey, I understand, right? Like there's not as many people in the crowd this year as usual years because of everything going on. It's like he did a lot of it um, looking into the camera, right? Away from the crowd. But, um, but yeah, I did like the aesthetic of like a lot of other performances where it was on the field and I felt like there was a big crowd around him, you know? So um, I'd love to see him do it again, you know? Especially if he had like somebody else with him. I don't know who else would do it uh, with him. But um, yeah. I feel yeah. like- So he, wasn't it- he, was he would overshine everyone else. I don't think there's anyone that they would like put next to him that would work. Because of what type of music did you think he makes? Because he's- R &B. He is an R&B singer, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what I said. Someone hit me up talking about now he's pop and you can't judge pop artists with rap artists and yada, 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 yada. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, but you can't put pop artists with rap artists because um, you remember when Maroon 5 was like playing the guitar or something with, who was it Kendrick Lamar or some shit? Payphone? Um, no, no, that ass. Um, oh, the guy, he was he's a, a judge on the voice and everything. He, uh, he was playing the guitar, I think during the halftime show with Kendrick Lamar. I believe it was Adam Levine and Kendrick Lamar. And um, you, you, gotta, you gotta look to see it. Cause I know it sounds like a weird combination, like some like mustard and like noodles or some shit, but it, it worked amazing. I know, I know, right? But uh, it worked out amazing. It worked out amazing. I should have come up with an, a combination analogy that actually tastes like good. Yeah, that's what I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah yeah adam levine and um and uh kendrick lamar turned out amazing so they probably could do it but it would have to be i don't know who you would pair the weekend who do you think is like up on that level that wouldn't uh that he wouldn't outshine like easily that he would not outshine yeah. right now <laughs> the only people that you could put with him are like the actual legends, like John, like John L. Oh, what, what is this dude's name? What is his name? Do that place. Oh, John. Gay British dude with the glasses. Elton John, you thinking of him? Elton John, yes, that's what. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Him or like Beyonce or like some yeah. crazy, crazy artist. So they want to get completely outshined because right now I think he is in a league with. Him and Drake are in the league of their own. I was gonna separate. You for real are on the weekend. On the bro, weekend, bro. bro. <laughs> must end. It must end today. 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 What must end? What'd you say? The weekend slander must end today. Oh, got must you. Got you, bro. I put on my. I put on my Instagram story. The weekend or J Cole. If you didn't see it. Please follow me on Instagram. I don't know what what is what's the problem here. I don't I'm I'm confused. But it was the yeah. versus J. Cole. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Guess what the percentage was? 
the way you're talking, it sounds like J. Cole is winning by quite a bit. Is that the case? 68% J. Cole. Ah. Like, really? Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the J. Cole concert I went to was the best concert I've ever been to, bar none. All right? It beat out Kendrick. It definitely beat out Boogie. You're, you were in Minnesota. Everybody in Wisconsin um, who went to Summerfest tried to see Boogie, and Boogie and Boogie messed it up, unfortunately. But um, it's like it's J. Cole, like Kendrick Lamar, um, and then it was like everybody else. It's, it's really, um, I don't know, that, that J. Cole concert was something special. He's somebody, he was like one of the first rappers I ever listened to. I listened to Get Rich, Die Trying, and then I listened to Born Center, you know? So like it, it was 50 Cent first, obviously, but um, but then it was J. Cole. And then I listened to J. Cole and it kept going. I feel like people are judging J. Cole off of 2015. 2015, 2014, Forest Drives was one of the best rap albums ever. You feel me? It was but amazing. What album is dead is one of the best of all time right now. What's it called? Starboy. Starboy. And what's the one that he just released? There's one he just released. 2014, Forest Hill Drive. He had Cold World. He had the warm up. And then he had KOD in 2018. And the four year guys only in 2016. J. Cole's been murdering. He's been murdering. Um, obviously, the most recent, like, really good thing was uh, Four Year Eyes Only. But KOD was hard too. You feel me? I, I, would, I would put J. Cole over the weekend. I am surprised though. That um that he was beating the weekend by that much. I thought the two albums that are yeah. all-time albums for the weekend, Starboy. First of all, Starboy is what is it? I think he it's the sixth most played song of all time. Most streamed song of all time. All time. All time. And then no, and then Blinding Lights is number eight all time all time <laughs> there's no way on spotify on spot okay on spotify i'm like wild okay okay you know what no then that brings us to um what we wanted to get to why do you think blinding lights is eight all time hmm nobody it's catchy it's a party scene you could use it everywhere but like where is it most prevalent? Where is blinding lights really prevalent? Where was everybody doing their blinding lights dances and everything? TikTok. TikTok, exactly. TikTok blew that shit up. You feel me? Blew that stuff up. I mean, I guess. Which is good. Which is good. Which is good. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Every generation has something to catapult them forward. And it, it really depends. It really depends. Well, there's there's been nothing like TikTok. Because I'm pretty sure yeah. every time someone uses the sound, it counts as a play for the artist. Really? I think it's some something like that. Dude, that'd be, that'd be wild. I don't know. Because TikTok is, um, you said there's not, nothing like it. I really think you can say that because there was Vine, obviously, but Vine had no, no uh, nothing. No. Yeah, no dancing, no dancing. You had Musically, which was, um, do you remember Musically? Like, were you? Musically was childish. It was weird because it was childish, right? It was all these kids doing, I don't know the name of that one TV show, but they had like this certain like movement where they were like going like this and everything. It was, it was, I know, it was really cringy. Like I felt it in my bones. <laughs> I was like, ah, let me avoid that. And obviously that was a mess up because um, instead of being on Musical.ly, uh, I forgot the one, I always feel terrible because I'm not hating on her. I'm, I'm, a, I'm really impressed with everything she's done. She's like the biggest girl on, t uh, on TikTok. Charlie? Yes, yes, Charlie. Yeah, she got big on Musical.ly and everything. Again, really? this is not me. I, 
I'll never hate on her. It's just like, I don't like- You just might not be talented? Is that what you're trying to get at? No, 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 not at all, not at all. I'm very impressed. I'm sure she's super talented. It's just, um, I didn't pay attention to her specifically because she was a child and everything. And I just felt like- Reasonable, like, that's a reasonable sentence. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, I, I'm not gonna watch this kid dance and everything. And that's why I moved her like a lot of other people on TikTok. But yeah, she killed her on Musical.ly and then Musical.ly uh, kind of merged with like Vine and everything. And they have TikTok. And, and like you said, there's nothing I've been like TikTok. There hasn't been something like TikTok um, that I can think of. You know, it's it's pretty cool. But um, if those counters plays, that'd be wild. Because the Big Bank challenge and everything, like how big did Big Bank get off of just all that and everything? There's mm -hmm. an artist. There's an artist. Um Wow, they, TikTok is weird. Every few like we every week there's a new TikTok that blows. What's every that? week. What's that one dude? Ah, is it Blueberry Fuego? Yeah. Next behind him, before him. Really good. Well, that was a. I'm not gonna try and do the dance. That was like the. <laughs> is it Renegade? Who made Renegade? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I know the girl who invented the dance, though, was like, was a little bit salty because she didn't get like, you know, famous for it. I think uh, Charlie or Carly, or Charlie had gotten famous. Ah, she got all the fame she needed. She got all this. Yeah. Well, she's murdering right now. Shock stars are uh, killing it. I follow um, one of those guys who lives in a house and everything with a bunch of TikTok stars. Yeah, an investor pays for like a mansion and a bunch of TikTok stars just live in the house and they do nothing. Yeah, they just start making TikToks and everything. It was just crazy. Cause like, um, sometimes they're kids, sometimes there's adults and everything. And you just got a promoter who's just like, I want y'all to get in this house and just be a factory, right? To constantly be putting out trending topics. And um, I look at him and like, he's constantly posting videos with all these, his name's Markel. I don't know his last name, but um, this dude Markel, funny guy. And he's uh, in the house with like uh, these twins, uh, these two good looking dudes, um, a couple like other blonde chicks and everything. And they're just constantly putting out content. Like that actually makes a lot of sense. You know, it's really smart to me. It's really smart to me. Um, I feel like TikTok is ruining music, bro. I genuinely do, bro. There was a, there was a dude, there was a dude that was on TikTok. He was talking about it. He was like, yeah, the sound now that has been developed by TikTok is, you know, the one where it's like, um, gonna, and it's, they're underwater and they're talking about, um, trying to find college shorties. He finds a college shorty. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, it's okay. Yeah, so Don Tolliver's on it. Okay. It um. Nah. Nah. Hey. Hey. Uh. 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 Nah. 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 There's one really in your face sound, and then there's like yeah. a blur in the background that makes this sound sound this the guy's voice sound bigger. And that's how if you look at like all the biggest songs out right now, they all do the same thing. I I think I know exactly what you're talking about though. Like the vibe you're kind of you're kind of talking about. I think I get what you're saying. I think I get what you're saying. Cause I listen to enough TikToks that uh yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Okay. And I feel like that's, uh, it's not that it's a problem, but like, yeah, yeah it's only, it's only going to pr produce one hit wonders. See, nah, nah, I don't think so. Because um, Megan Thee Stallion murders it off of TikTok, you know, all the time and everything. That's and, um, the one black woman. One black woman? Nah, nah, cause um I'm about to I'm about to ruin myself by saying her name. Uh SZA. Do you say SZA? She's not is she okay. When I mean like <laughs> one black, the one black um artist is yeah. basically 
Okay. Every every few mm, how long was Nicki Minaj? Okay. Nicki Minaj for a while, at yeah. least two thousand eight to like twenty sixteen. That's that's beyond the point. But um, yeah. every few <laughs> every few while, there's always one woman that the media pushes heavy, like okay. down everybody's throats. And um, right now it's Meg Thee Stallion. There's one black woman, and it's all, and right now I hear that. I hear that. But right now, right, I think that's been like the case in the past, where it's been like boom, boom. Like it might have been uh, Lauren Hill, it might have been like Missy Elliott, and it might have kept going from there and everything. But right now, I feel like we're in the renaissance of like black female rappers or female rappers in general, right? Um, I can say black female rappers because I think Cardi B is still popular, right? And nah. then uh. You don't think so? No, she's still pop. She's still popular, but she's not. Right, right, right. But she's not pushed. Okay, They're always okay. pushing mm. artists. It depends. It depends. They were pushing her when uh when Joe Biden was uh was like doing his uh you know campaign and everything. He mm. did. I think he did a podcast with her. For a little, it was either a phone call or a podcast. You know. So it's like um that has, and that's what like the future president. So there's uh there's her Doja Cat. Um, Doja Cat's not getting like pushed um, as much, but like she's still like up in it. Then there's City Girls and everything, and then there's Megan Thee Stallion as well. And it's like I don't know. And then SZA is murdering it on TikTok right now. She's absolutely murdering it. I think I think in the past it has to be like one uh you know female artist at a time okay the point that i was getting at the point that i was getting yeah. at there's always a few that's really pushed mm-hmm. yeah. but i think that, i think that's what's changed because um there was like this whole idea and like any girls that like i talked to there's like kind of like a mindset i feel now uh more so maybe in the past where it's like women gotta like stick together because um i know there was beef between like cardi b and Nicki minaj but there's no need for that Right, like people don't gotta be um, cutting each other down by putting someone else down. You never gain exactly because you can prop each other up. That's why they're putting each other in TikTok houses, and they're not spread off in like Ohio and Michigan and California and New York and everything. They do the same thing for yeah. black for black women too. Um, no, no, I haven't seen like a, a black TikTok house. That's that's actually um that's actually uh, interesting. That's actually interesting, and I see a lot of black creators on TikTok like complaining that they feel like their content isn't being pushed as much as like other people's content, you know? See, wow, wow, wow. TikTok, the, okay, oh, wow. Um, My friend posted this on her story. He said, yeah, the reason why I took myself off TikTok and I, da, 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 I blocked and deleted the app, right? Is because of it pushes softcore porn, softcore porn to little kids. And I'm just sitting back like, okay, you're capping. You have to be capping. So now I'm just scrolling on on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I make sure to not go to the TikTok that is pers- that's only for that. Because if you look hard enough for something, you will find it. So I went into like just the popular dancing, the just popular dancing, which honestly, it's not that it's for softcore porn but if you if you look at it objectively you could probably like mm, it's yes, yes. because how old is charlie by the way is she like 15? i don't think she's i still don't think she's 18. i think she might be 17 now but i still don't think she's 18. she started tiktok when she was at most 14 15 right yes 14 15 musically even before that yeah and I was sitting, okay. <laughs> I was, I was, okay, so it was last year. I was hanging out with some some of my college peoples and they're like, wow, Charlie's fine as fuck. And I'm like, really? Really? Okay, okay. Uh, and then I, I, yeah. I, how old do you think she is? Oh, she's like, oh, 20, right? I said, mm, yeah, 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 you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts, oh. No, you're right. That is such an uncomfortable part of TikTok, because uh, it's like that you like you can't really like censor that stuff like out of the app, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you could, but at the same time, like that's that's what, what like gets the most views, you know. Oh, no, you're right. Because t- kids are on TikTok. I, I don't even think about that a lot of the time because I don't follow those people. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like if I see like um like a girl on TikTok that like I might think is cute, and like she's not eighteen, I don't follow her. You know, and, and, and it just goes as far as that. If she's eighteen, probably not gonna follow her. You know, because it's legal, but at the same time, it's still weird if they look childish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that, and that's like a big part of it too. So it's like, uh, I don't know. That that is that is uh, that is tough. Like the stuff I'm seeing, like the with the Big Bang Challenge, like the Busted Challenge, like little kids and see that. That's that's unfortunate. You know, um, I don't know the long term psychological effects of a kid um, constantly on TikTok looking at that stuff, right? Because um, you know the way our brains develop, right? As kids. Like when I saw like um, I don't know I don't want to get too graphic but like when I saw something that like wasn't that risky at all right mm-hmm. and I was like twelve or thirteen I was just like what is this you know so <laughs> so I'm wondering what um a little like prepubescent kid was going on in his mind if he sees like a Big Bang challenge or, like a Busted challenge that could I don't know. I don't know. That that might be. I don't know. What do you think? What, what do you think is going on with that kid's head? Ah, ah. Honestly, okay, 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 okay. First, okay. Have you heard of the heard the Have you heard the theory of Instagram is making men weak? It makes it makes dudes uh not just self conf not just self um what's the word? Where's loathing? Yeah, not just self loathing but their testosterone levels genuinely drop when they look at Instagram, Instagram dudes that are more attached to them, right? So, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, I learned this in, bi- in biology, but like when you have a group of monkeys, right? And there is, uh, there is a, everybody knows that this monkey is better than every other monkey they would pay just to see that monkey. It's kind of like the, you know how dudes like to get, uh, what, what do those people call it when they like to get uh, domineered? Dom, dom- um, they could be um, uh, submissives, submissives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's not that it's bad, it's just that it's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's an interesting take. That's not what I. That's not what I would have assumed about it, you know, because um, a lot of the times when I see like um, I don't know, some guys, some guys kind of get uh, give up and get insecure. Like other times, I see guys look at that like um, that male who might like be better looking or like be more athletic or be more popular, and then they would try and like uh, covet that, right? They would they would try and like go toward that. Um, but then, you know, to add to your point about social media, I suppose it might be like unrealistic standards, you know? As interesting, this is a conversation I feel like I usually have with girls about girls, you know? How like, I know um, a lot of my female friends are like trying to just completely delete their social medias just because they think it's bad for their mental health, you know? They look at all these models with um, three layers of makeup, three filters, and like, hundred thousand dollars worth of plastic surgery and they think in their minds that that's what they should look like even though that's like not something anybody looks like you know but um you're saying that like that happens to guys and mm-hmm. guys become like i don't know you said they lose testosterone they become yeah, like weaker they, or something they don't want to act they don't want to have sex anymore because they're like well he's more he's better he's better so why would i even trust him that's tough that's tough oh my god yeah i would love to have a conversation with like one of those guys and you know kind of have that same conversation i have with a lot of like my friends that are girls are like hey like this is like fake stuff do you you know you're, you're beautiful in your own way and like you don't gotta do the other stuff oh oh man that's tough that's tough do you think that like um, in modern society, men are like kind of like falling into like a lot of like the, um, the disadvantages like women might have in society where they like start to care about like 
kind of things that don't matter as much or might feel like more insecure? Do you think men are starting to become more insecure in a way that like society kind of forces well, insecurities onto women? We can't, okay. There isn't anything for us to prove that we're useful mm. like there was before. How like, so? Being able to fix a car, build okay. a house, do things like that, mm. a way to prove that you're useful, right? So there's not ways that you can just say, you know what, I did this, so that means I am that. Now that that is gone, it's kind of rough for, I'm pretty sure it would be pretty rough for the average male to try and prove that they are something, which, you know, I know you're not supposed to want to prove that you are something ballistic to think that that doesn't exist. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. See, mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. But then again, I think um, I, I I definitely hear what you're saying. But like to add on to like a point you made before about how you're not supposed to prove. What do you mean by that? Like you're not supposed to prove. Like you're not supposed to prove anything to anybody but yourself. That's okay, I get that. I get that. But um, uh, my guy Kobe Brown, right? Okay. Uh, he's on my wall. I have a wall of like all the people I look up to. Most uh, Kobe Bryant's on there, Martin Luther King's on there, my father's on there, right? Um, and a couple other people. Um, but basically, uh, Kobe Bryant was talking about dark and light uses. And if I remember the, the focus of the video, it was about how you can look at different things that inspire you, right? And a light muse might be like, I want to complete this task. So, um, you know, my dad will be proud of me, so I can be proud of me and everything. And like, I can uh, feed my kids. And then uh, a dark muse would be like, I'm gonna complete this task because all these people are telling me I'm a loser and I can't do it. I'm gonna oh, complete okay. this task. Yeah, yeah, because if I don't, my children are gonna starve, right? And there's like, there's different dark and light muses. And I feel like, yes, maybe um, the majority of the time, it'd be healthier mentally to only prove things to yourselves. But like when you're in the gutter and you need something to like really like, get you up, you know, said David Goggins quote, you know, he, he's outside running and it's like a hundred degrees outside uh, with like a bunch of humidity and the guy's driving past, like, what are you doing out here? And David Goggins is like, I'm out here cause you're not out here, you know? So like, sometimes you just gotta look at other people and say like, I'm gonna do this because like I'm hard to run if y'all can. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just so, you know, he, he wants to be the hardest person in the world. And uh, he does it mostly to prove it to himself. But I think that like dark news Kobe Bryant was talking about, you know, I think, I think adds to it. Where do you think that do? anger comes from? It depends. Cause for David Goggins, right? Um, that guy had like a horrible childhood. His father was a drug dealer. Have you heard of David Goggins before? Is he the, the light-skinned dude that's bald and very- Yeah. Ultra marathon runner, Navy SEAL. He he's on my wall too. He's on my wall too. Um, I won't name everybody on the wall. Kobe Bryant, Martin Luther King, my father, David Goggins, all on that wall. Um, yeah, so he's he had a horrible childhood, right? Um uh he was he was poor. Um, he was in an area infested with the KKK and everything. Um one of the kids in his class had bullied him, father was in the KKK, his dad was a drug dealer, like beat him. And um, he just had like a lot of insecurities, yeah. And um, because of those insecurities, to comfort himself, he would eat a lot of food and uh, not try to do anything. He would lie to people, be fake, that they liked him. And eventually he was like way, way overweight doing a job that he didn't like. And uh, eventually like he pushed away up. So that's just his dark news, right? He doesn't want to be in that rut he was before. Now he's a monster. He's an absolute monster, possibly one of the toughest people on the planet. You know, ultra marathon runner, past Navy SEALs, and continues to do that stuff. Um, and then Kobe Bryant's dark muses, obviously, that's easy. Everybody wanted to hate on Kobe Bryant for like a while, you know? Um, I don't know if you're a big Kobe Bryant fan back in the day. Biggest fan. I remember, yeah, I remember, it felt like, it almost felt like a lot of the time, it was like, you had like Kobe Bryant fans and then everybody else, you know? It didn't seem like there were people on the border. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either you feel like he was the best player in the league or he was just inefficient shot checker. Yeah, yeah, and people were hating on him. People were hating on him. They said he didn't pass enough and everything. But um, I don't know. It depends. 
do you use dark muses in your life ever? Um, wow, maybe subconsciously, maybe subconsciously. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have to look into that. I would actually have to like really meditate on that. Huh, because probably, because everyone does, everyone, because of it feels really good to tell someone after they doubted you saying, see what I've done. It's yeah. Really big boost to yourself, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think so. Do you? Um, I I honestly completely avoid it. I honestly completely avoid it. But um, that's that's just um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm capping. I'm actually capping. Uh, there's there's a specific moment. Um, there are a lot of moments in my past that like I think back to and everything that I, I want to prove. I don't want to get like too personal, but um, but there are multiple points in my life that um, I think back to. And uh, I don't know, I feel kind of sick, you know, uh, thinking about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, like my palms get like uh, kind of sweaty and like, um, like I just feel it. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I hate that like, I made these decisions and like these people made these decisions to do these things to me, you know? And um, Could they? Yeah, yeah. And it uh it's tough because um I don't know, man. I, I I won't I won't get into them uh right now, uh like the most recent stuff. But um yeah, yeah. I, I do try and uh avoid dark news just because like from a mental health standpoint, I think it's better to do things for yourself, you know, mm. which is why um, when I asked you, you use dark muses, I kind of assumed that you didn't, you know, I was just talking to um, uh, a couple of my friends who live in the apartment with me, they came over and you came up in the conversation because I was talking about doing a podcast today, right? And I was like, how um, you're like a positive person would think like, it like exuberates a lot of that positive energy and it's like naturally empathetic, you know? Like you you do bring that like positive energy. And then I brought that back to like uh, politics and I think you should run for an office, you know, in some type of way. I know, I know. And then, cause you don't want to, and it's cause you don't want to, cause those are bad people. There are bad people in power. And it brings me back to, uh, you ever watched Narnia as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the kid, uh, the original protagonist, uh, the little blind guy was talking to Aslan a lot. And Aslan was like, you gotta be king. And the guy was like, I don't wanna be king. And Aslan was like, that's exactly that's what you That's exactly why you need to be king. Yeah. Exactly. You don't wanna um, you don't wanna tell a bunch of people what to do. You don't wanna uh, take advantage of people. You're not trying to hoard all this power and be an awful person. That's why you should do it. Okay, see, the one thing about because I think I talk, I was talking to this about I talked to you about this when we were back in Milwaukee. But being a politician is really hard because you cannot do nothing. Your job is not to do anything. Your job is to keep the status quo, and that's one thing that a lot of people do not realize about when people run for office. They're not supposed to do anything because if once you do something, you can't do something for everybody. And since the world is split. If you do one thing, half of the world is going to tell you to die. And it's really- no, I get you. Yeah. I get you. And you know what type of people don't give, uh, don't care about that is psychopaths. And that's why psychopaths get into like all these different positions of power because they're able to, without batting an eye, screw over a lot of people here and screw over a lot of people here and then really not care as much about like the anger, unless they might lose power. See, the ability to separate yourself from an activity is a very powerful, it's a very powerful ideology because of the reason why so many people don't do anything great with their lives is because they keep seeing, they, the reason why so many people don't do anything with their life is because they keep seeing what would happen if they would do it. And if they would fail when they did that or what the wrongs would incur after you do that, like what would happen after, after the fact of someone, let's say, putting in a law or something like that. And that is the reason why like everybody that does anything like big 
has a little bit of psycho energy in them. Like, um, for example, so riding it back to the Super Bowls, Tom Brady is a psychopath. To be able to continue to do what he's doing at 43, that is, yeah, you have to have something gone with you to be able to naturally want to continue to do this. Because who the hell, who else does he have to prove or prove wrong? Facts, facts. He, he could have been done after one championship. <laughs> Nobody does that. Nobody wins a Super Bowl championship. Very, a very select, different number of quarterbacks um, are the starting quarterback for one Super Bowl, let alone two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's like, you know, it's like one is enough. One, you're, you're doing TED Talks for the rest of your life, you know? In his story, he was like, yeah, I didn't start in my college team until my third year. And honestly, wow. Wild. Wild. That is you know what picky was in the NFL draft? Wasn't it like the sixth round or some shit like that? 199th. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where his dark news came from. I think... I don't think that ever left the back of his mind. It wouldn't leave mine either. <laughs> I think you shoot, you know? Damn. And it's, it's perspective because obviously very few people get into the NFL anyway, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people, that's their upper echelon. Where do they stop? Just a lot the of people they got in is good enough for them? Yes, yes. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know. But you were talking about how different people are afraid to like go after certain tasks because of like, they might be afraid of failure. But uh, you and your like inner circle of guys, as far as I can tell, are all like focused and going in different ways, like mm. being successful, right? Between like you, Matt and Chen doing three different things, but they're all like creative pursuits in a sense. And um, you guys are all like striving toward it. You guys are all moving toward it. What do you think is um, the reason you guys decided to like hop on that horse? and go toward that me and mac can't do a nine to five we we both cannot do a nine to five. Mm, okay. the idea of a nine to five blows my mind because of you you're not even doing much you're not even you're literally you're literally just spending your life for money and that that doesn't sit right with me that is ugh, ugh. wow like imagine waking up at 5 a.m and then you come back at what, 4 p.m. You don't see your kids. And it's not even like you're doing something you love that would make it okay not to see your kids. You're just doing a thing. You're just doing a thing. So it boils down to why are you doing a thing? Because if you don't do that thing, your family starves. And that is literally the only reason why you're doing it. And that should never be a reason why you're doing anything. Mm, okay, okay. Okay, so that, that fear, that fear of a life without meaning, right? Where you're just another cog in the machine is is your muse, right? Once you die, there's okay, everybody dies twice. The day they die and the day they're forgotten. And when you have a nine to five, you're most likely gonna be forgotten in a year and a half. <laughs> and that is just yeah, no, nah, that's uh, that's very reckless to me. Uh, so do you think with the career path you're going down right now that you will be happy in the future? Correct, yes. Yes, you think so. Now, how much of your happiness, because this is something that I've been trying to like juggle in my mind for a while, is going to be from your career more so and like the fulfillment there and with your family more so? No, 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 no. My fulfillments will come from me not doing nothing. Laziness okay. will fulfill me. That's what will fulfill Laziness me. will fulfill you. Yeah, really? So future NK is going to be on the beach with a, a the martini, a cigar. Yeah. Damn thing. Nothing. Gotcha. Because of waking up to do something is terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> I got you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. see? Okay, respect it. Respect it. Because... You, what time do you uh, what time do you get up? Like, what is your goal time to get up? What is your goal time? If I could have it my own way, 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m., got you. But what have you, 
Yeah. I wake up at six to seven a.m. and that's see? terrible. That's just see? terrible. But you're doing it. But you're doing it. And mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I see you on this path, right? I see you as like a snowball that's like getting bigger and bigger. And like I see like the energy and everything. And like I don't know. I think I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna be happy on that beach. I think I think it's gonna be so ingrained well, into who you are. At least I get the choice not to be happy with it. True, true, true. One hundred percent. The choice is everything. Financial freedom, so you can go to India with your family whenever you want. Because if I want to work, I'll work, and if I want to sit down and hang out with my wife, I'll hang out and with my wife. And I want the ability to put my kids. Okay. I want one athlete in my family. I want one. <laughs> one son, yeah. go crazy. That's it. Good. And I want Good. to be able to fund their abilities to go crazy. Because now the way the world is, if you're not rich, the chances of you going anywhere with sports is very sus. It's right. really right. sus now. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's, you're not going to be able to get it out the mud no more because of, well, people have LeBron's kid and D Wade's kid. And all these kids that already are stupid, filthy rich, and mm -hmm. to compete with that is like, mm -hmm. there's only so much athletics will do for, do for you. You're gonna need to have money backing what you're doing, because of the reason why I don't think MJ is could be teleported till today's game. Like I genuinely think he would be a little bit better than Demar Rosen. I don't think MJ would do that. Could be he started lifting in college. What? Yeah, no, 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 no. I know an eighth grader right now that's more athletic than Michael Jordan. Now make that make sense. Okay. No, no, think about this. Think about this. Think about this. I think you can make that argument about uh, George Michael, right? Or Bill Russell. Michael Jordan still has the highest vertical in NBA history. 48 inches. 48 inches. That's a solid four feet. That, that this six six man could jump. That's scary to me. That's scary to me. That's scary to me. And then um from there, uh that it wasn't as long ago as like that whole like 60s, uh 70s era. Like those dudes were working 95, nine to fives and like smoking cigarettes on the bench and everything. But with like Jordan himself, um, he was close enough. Where um where he could still uh, compete at a high level today. I 100% Jordan think Jordan would be top five right now. I I think yeah just because uh he was that talented. When those dudes were talking about him, they said he was just bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody. And when they say bigger, it's um uh, it's a different type of strength, you know. Um, yeah. I'm doing jujitsu right now, right? And I go against like wrestlers. And like, I'm heavier than like a lot of these dudes. But when you have like a certain amount of like proprioception, right? When you can tell where your body is and you have enough quickness and coordination to get yourself like the right leverage, you're much stronger, right? Cause I'm heavier than this guy. I grab him, but he gets underneath me and then I go up like a feather, right? And he's he's moving 183 pound man, like it like it's nothing. And it's just, I don't know. I think, I think Michael Jordan will 100% be top five. But um, but he wouldn't be the undisputed best player he, by a mile and a half. He wouldn't be, and it's because of your point. Um, we we've developed. It's, it's the money. It's the money. Exactly. Everybody is now athletic, like strength and conditioning programs. One hundred percent. Ah, there's this one high school player, Jimma. Jimma, I think that's what they call him. So he goes, he dribbles down and jumps and puts the ball under his leg like Aaron Gordon <laughs> and this man is 16 and you're telling me you're going to sit here and tell me Michael Jordan will be able to last in the NBA with just athleticism yeah I don't want to hear it no I but it wasn't it wasn't just athleticism because Jordan okay first of all I think Jordan this is going to be like his own separate point but I think LeBron would have been more successful in Jordan's era. And oh. I think Jordan would have been more successful in LeBron's era if oh. Jordan had had like the right success. And I only think of that because of that hand checking. Uh, Jordan had these mass, like I have big hands, right? But Jordan's hands were 
twice as big, right? <laughs> yeah, and when you can put your hand on somebody's hip, um, you can literally it changes hold things. them. <laughs> literally hold them. Literally hold them. Yeah. I've done that uh, to kids playing like you know uh, YMCA basketball, and I've had that done to me by dudes who are much larger, right? These dudes like finish like lifting weights, hopped on the basketball court all sweaty with their beards and everything. And then a little eighth grade me tried to dribble and I just couldn't move. You know, he had one hand on me. I tried to slap his hand out and he moved me out the way. Um, <laughs> I, I promise, exactly, exactly. I promise LeBron James would be better at hand checking than uh, Michael Jordan. So LeBron can hand check defense player of the year. LeBron's a football player. <laughs> he is a football player. He did, wasn't he like um, all state as a number one wide receiver? Wild, wild. He's a freak. He's a freak. LeBron could do anything. LeBron could do anything except maybe soccer. But um, he he could be the best UFC fighter. He could be the best football player. He could be. Anything. But yeah, back on the Michael Jordan thing. Let me let me yeah. finish out my point with that. Yeah. But there's no way you could tell me a dude that started lifting. No, he didn't even lifting. He didn't lift in college. No, he was still just hooping. He started mm -hmm. lifting after his what? Fourth year, fifth year. Oh, because I remember seeing the documentary after yeah. he got beat up by the Pistons. Yeah, yeah. My dad got me that guy's book. Yeah. So. Yes. Everybody lifts. Everybody mm -hmm. is lifting. So everybody is swole. Everyone is fast. Mm -hmm. Everyone can shoot. Mm -hmm. So for you to say that MJ would still be able to just teleport, yeah, that's nah. I can't. I can't say with nah. That that, that don't sit right with me. He was so many steps ahead, though. You feel me? You know who didn't lift, um, and definitely should have lifted because they would have had a much longer career. It's Allen Iverson. You feel me? Allen Iverson was. How, how was he like 170 pounds? Oh my god, <laughs> so like that. Yes, at like six one, maybe, maybe 170 pounds, like soaking wet. And because he was that quick, he could pull it off. I really think Michael Jordan, obviously, and by saying top five, that's obviously, I, in my opinion, super conservative, right? Just because um, he was head and shoulders above everybody when he was doing his thing. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I'll put him, yeah, yeah. I I put him right behind, like, I think he'd be as good as Kawhi Leonard. As Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. That's where I'd put him, like a healthy Kawhi. Game's changed. The three-point line, I feel like, is another, like, thing you throw into the gears that, like, I don't know, because um, Jordan really didn't shoot threes, you know? Um, like, he could... Like that, that just wasn't part of his game. And Kawhi Leonard can hit threes. So for me, um, less so than athleticism, or more so than athleticism, would be the three point line that might take him out of that top spot. Okay. All right, y'all. If you got to this far, I truly appreciate it. This is a pretty long episode. It's going to take me a while to edit. And make sure you hit the, the, wow, the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like button. And as well as you comment your favorite parts. And yeah, also, Keep an eye out for a new podcast show with my friend Ogechi. It's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be nice. Don't even worry about it. It's gonna be really nice. But first, I would say thank you, bro. I appreciate you for pulling up here. Make sure you follow him on LinkedIn, and all his social medias will be on his on the right side. This might be your left, but yeah, uh, yeah. Hope you guys have a great day, and yeah, stay blessed. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. For sure. All right, bro. for sure. Dude. See you. All right, bro. <laughs>